of the leaf, all the ships at sea, Ma and Pa America, and even you, everyone's favorite radio listener out there in the world. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister, and welcome to another exciting edition of Kiss My Ash Radio, broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. With me, of course, the always America's favorite morning person, Honest Abe. Everybody's favorite. My wife might question that. You just looked title. at me when you were saying that. I thought you were going to introduce me. <laughs> no, of course not, because I always go him and you. And of course, everybody's favorite perky cheerleader, the lovely Lady M. Good morning. Good morning. How's your Saturday morning starting out? Oh, uh, well, I'm here. I'm awake. I was awake before the alarm. I was awake. That was his big accomplishment today. He woke yeah, up before the so alarm. So did I, actually. Mm-hmm. I feel well rested. I did not wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, so that was awesome. I didn't call you at 11.30. I know. That's always great. I'm a big fan of those, Yeah, especially on a a, Friday. I have a seven-year-old neighbor, um, Sasha, and she loves to play with King She lives by herself? No. Oh, I was going to say, pretty impressive. She's seven years old. She's got a house. But the yard like for our condo is like right next to my bedroom window, so I just hear her screaming, Kingston, Kingston, and I'm like... She's calling the dog Aww. through my window, <laughs> so I had to wake up and let her play with the dog. For Is that a why bit. she made it on time? She wake you up? Yeah. Well, I was. She woke me up at seven thirty. I would have woke up at eight thirty regardless. But eight thirty to get here. You know, if that would happen to me, my only response would be something I cannot say on that's radio. How, that's how you probably, you'd probably get rid of the, your own dog. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, he'd get rid of his own dog to stop the problem. <laughs> absolutely. Especially if it involved children coming closer. So yeah. wrong. <laughs> so wrong. It would be a terrible thing. Uh, we've got a fantastic show for you today once again. Christian Aroa, owner and founder of CLE and Asylum Cigars, Fabricus Unitas, and Tobaccolaris Unitas, one of the other... Goes by many, many names. A man who goes by many names. We'll be here for our Meet Your Maker segment. It's okay. Feel free. Chime in. Yeah, he's in the studio now. Mm-hmm. Joined us early. It's Fabricas Unidas. Fabricas Unidas. Uh, no hablo español. <laughs> so yeah, you said you shot out of a cannon this morning. We'll go pretty early, man. I'm pretty shot out of cannon this morning. He's pretty, yeah, we'll, we'll be pretty energetic today. Had a couple cups, cups of coffee already, it looks like. I don't drink coffee. Really? Yeah, I like waking up like this really? and not having the coffee. Really? Yeah. You don't drink any coffee? No, it stains the teeth. Oh, wow. I can't not drink coffee. <laughs> Vanity over coffee. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> so what about the With cigars? a comment like that, you know it's going to be a fun interview today. <laughs> That's right. Also, Richard Carlton Hacker, author of The Ultimate Cigar Book, will be here to talk about his... Uh, an editor of the Rob Report will be here to talk about his book and all the interesting things that he has topics and things to discuss with us, like wines, whiskeys, and pipes as well. Cool. So it'll be a very fascinating interview, and I hope you stick around for all of that. Every week here on Kiss My Ash Radio, we like to give things away because we are givers. Our good friends over at Zykar, makers of the finest cutters and lighters for guaranteed for life, every week give away a fantastic prize, one of our lucky winners. Last week, we our big winner was of the meme contest of a... Cat over someone's. Uh, it was a tattoo. It was, it was a bad tattoo. It's a tattoo of a cat, of a cat on someone's a cat's belly button. Yes, belly button. Yes, and I looked at some of the comments. They were 
quite. Um, I actually, I actually busted out this week on this week's comments. Oh really? Oh, one of them was hilarious. It had to do with a Chinese restaurant. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, oh, so bad. Oh, I didn't well, read yours. It was I didn't so see that. bad. I also was looking at today's post, and there's also one about a Chinese restaurant. Well, that's it's about, it's about today's post. Yeah. One, oh. I, Adam and I had to go into West Palm Beach for this week's caption. Oh, 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 let me uh, give congratulations to Instagram user William, who is our winner of last week's caption contest. He won a fantastic prize. His comment was I'm a tough kitty, been in the Navy, can handle the semen. Ouch. Yeah. Where's the uh, rim shot on that one there, Colin? Looking at you. Wow. Looking at you. Uh, to win this week's cap contest, uh, what are our friends at Zyke are giving away this week, Emily? I don't have the outline in front of me. Can you read it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, so you're, re- you're reading. It's so good you got up by 8.30. You read it last week. Well, that's because I was just in a roll and you didn't seem prepared. But uh, I thought this you're week giving you away a Zycar and Bonia uh, Burl res- uh, resource lighter and a can of butane. This is a $75 value and a picture of it is on our Facebook page. <laughs> yes. And, of course, it's a – yes, well, now Honest Dave is going to describe what the – Now I can talk? Yeah, you Thank can. you, Adam, yes. for letting me talk now. I wanted to get into it, and now get to – I want to get through – Anyways, we, had, we had, I, was just, I was telling our listeners about how we got the caption contest this week. Because it's just me in a blue room, so it's kind of weird. It doesn't, oh, doesn't, you, the you caption for this yeah. week. But we had to go to the Palm Beach Police Department because I had to get fingerprinted. <laughs> City of West Palm Beach. Yeah, again. I, which, which I got my fingerprints like a million times already. I don't know why they want me to – again, I got it from you my – keep changing your identities. No, I got one from once from my concealed weapon for a couple liquor licenses we have. So I have to go do it again. So we're in this. We go, we'll go in this little lady's office. She's retiring in what February. Yeah, Very nice yeah. lady. Super sweet. About how old? Oh, 60? Yeah, at least. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, she's just super nice for, to work, be a government official of any fashion. She was just very nice. And we're talking to her. And she goes, have a seat. And I sit down. And there's, like, a picture of, like, 800 cats and a dogs. A collage. A collage behind me. So her back is toward me. I'm trying to get Adam's in. I'm like, dude, take a picture. This is hilarious. <laughs> take a picture. So that's this week's caption contest. They're not even, like, frames. They're just, like, posted. Oh, just taped up. Just taped up oh, all dogs, together. cats, dogs, cats. I mean, there's, like, at least. 25 photos. Yeah. And there's a lot of different cats and a couple of different dogs. Yeah. Some repeats, but not a lot very of Very strange. Yeah, very strange. Must be her, like, customers. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. All yeah. ours. We just thought it'd be a good caption contest. It just seemed like a good con. And, of course, the face really does make it. Well, you know. Yeah. I do have that face for caption contest. <laughs> face for radio. Ooh. All right. Also, our good friends over at Recluse Cigars every week sponsor the Recluse Poll of the Week. And if you want to find out how you can participate in that, go to the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page and participate in the poll. Last week we asked you who is your favorite bald actor. Uh, here are the results. Diehard's Bruce Willis came in with a whopping 50% of the vote. 50%. It's been a while since we had something that Yeah, high. that was a pretty dominating one. Uh, yeah. His Expendables co-star Jason Statham was second with 21%, followed by two old croons, uh, Telly Savalas at 13, Yul Brenner at 11 and Vin Diesel at Wow, five. I thought Vin Diesel would rank a little yeah, bit higher than that. I he might have been somewhere in there. In yeah. The you know what we probably also missed? We probably should have also had The Rock. As oh, a yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have voted yeah. for him over Jason Statham. Anybody watching Ballers? No, I, never, I haven't gotten into that one yet. I'm I, shocked because you're an Entourage fan, aren't you? Yeah. It's very Entourage. is just kind of like the sports scene. Yeah, Rob Weiser, I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, same guys. Yeah. I mean, but uh, Mark Wahlberg, too. I mean, yeah. same guys involved. But pretty good show. Uh, HBO. I've heard good things. Yeah. Too short, man. It drives me crazy. I think that's the, that's the modus operandi they like. They like to do these thirty minute things because that's what they do with Entourage. Yeah, I hate it because those thirty minute shows, like, man, it's just getting good and it's over. Mm-hmm. It's done. 
And it's never really even 30 minutes. It's like 26, 20. Right. Well, yeah. Four minutes of commercials. Yeah. Well, there's no commercials on HBO. Oh, okay. But, you know, it's just cut short. It's just rough. Even on their hour long, it actually does go only 58. Yeah, or even less sometimes. And 56, 58. Yeah. You know another pretty good mark. show? The, uh, the, uh, don't laugh and don't judge me. Actually, I don't care. But the real, we are, husbands, we are real husbands of Hollywood. No. Dude, Kevin Hart, it is funny as hell. Dude. It is like a Larry David. No, it's, it's for not Black a reality Hart. show? It, no, of course not. But they smoke cigars. Every show they're smoking cigars. Wait, what is it called? The Real Husbands of Hollywood. It's a short it, 20 minutes. It's a BET show, but you can catch it on Netflix. It's hilarious, man. Wow. It's hilarious. I laugh like an idiot. I'm at the airport. I'm the only one laughing out loud. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that now. The Real Husbands of Hollywood. Yeah, special congratulations to John Gutierrez. He won a prize thanks to the Kiss My Ass Radio Facebook page and by participating in the Recluse Poll of the Week. If you wanted to find out how you can win something somehow, you can go to the Kiss My Ass Radio Facebook page and you can find out and read the ideas of all that's there just by participating in this week's poll, which is your favorite of the following movie franchises. Die Hard, Terminator, James Bond, Star Wars... Fast and Furious, or Death Wish? It's very hard not to pick James Bond. Well, I mean, now are we really just saying the entire catalog? Or know, my favorite, what is my franchise. favorite one's not even Do we have to go this. specifically? What is it? Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic okay. Park. That's your favorite? <laughs> All right. I mean... Hopefully. I'm allowed to have a favorite, right? What's yeah. your favorite? Obviously, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. I've never seen Star a Star Wars, Wars. You know, before. I mean, I'm not a big... I mean, like, I watched all of them. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm not like a Star Wars junkie crazy. You know? I'm not like a crazy person who goes to Comic-Con I'm, or anything. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like one of those much. people, like, now I have to watch it. You know? <laughs> the new one came out. Okay, I guess I got to watch it. But, yeah, I'm not really that much of a... It's not for everyone. No. It's not much of an ape fan either. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's okay. <laughs> pretty proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk to Christian Rowe for our Meet Your Maker segment. It's going to be a fantastic show. Stick around. Keep it lit. The journey of Jarguera began with a very special yet delicate Cuban seed. The Grupo de Maestros took their rare tobacco to the privileged farmlands of western Honduras, where they began a five-year program to combine its sweet flavors and distinctively aromatic qualities with the robustness of Criollo 98. The result was Jarguera, a genetic hybrid tobacco containing the best qualities of each. Grown on a single state containing rich soil and ideal weather conditions, Jarguera features flavors of coffee and chocolate with hints of nutmeg and cinnamon. Shade and sun-grown versions of this exceptional tobacco are now used exclusively in one cigar. Jarguera H. Upman. Experience Jarguera H. Upman. Now at your local tobacconist and visit Jarguera.com to learn more. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So, always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? 
Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only non-profit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55, comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential, the Aging Room Bin Number 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character, Aging Room Cigars, blending is in our DNA. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sungrown or Maduro. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, the effervescent Honest Abe. And... I just want to plop, plop, fizz, fizz every time you say that. Why not? You got to get a plop, plop, fizz, fizz soundbite, Colin, for when he calls me effervescent. And, of course, the always bubbly Lady M. Good morning. And now it's time for what we consider to be our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, Kiss My Asher Radio is pleased to welcome Christian Aroa of Aroa Cigars, Asylum, CLE, Fabricas Unidas, Unidas, <laughs> and also many other different things that are under this large umbrella that he has crafted for himself, and of course, of always the post-Camacho fame. Christian, thanks for being here on this lovely Saturday. Hey, thank you very much, sir. No problem. <laughs> thank you for As having me. As he stops, here. pauses on live radio to check his phone. It's all right. <laughs> no. He's making sure it was off. He wanted to respect the Obviously. radio show. I checked it before the show started. <laughs> I did. 
That's one of those things we should really look at every week. Yes. Right, everyone. Hey, please silence your cell phones, Lady M. Mm. Off, it's been. Hey, off. there you go. Good yes. job. <laughs> I was double checking, double checking, triple checking. So Christian, I mean, Christian, and I go back actually a long way. I mean, twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah, man. twenty years. Wow, long way. Entire history. Of the industry. We both had basically the same mentor, Sal mm-hmm. Fontana. Um, influenced both our lives, but it was funny because he was talking about it during the break. He's like, you know, why don't you start out by making fun of me and whatever? Cause I, I busted his, <laughs> I've busted his balls in the past because you know I, I kind of had this thing going on. You know, it's like a public you know, service announcement. You know, are you out there frying fries, flipping burgers? Would like to make your own cigar brand? Contact Christian Aroa of Tabacular Unitas. But you were doing that for a while. It's like anybody who wanted a brand. You were making a cigar for them all of a sudden. You know, I got a girl who's a receptionist. She's making a brand. I got a guy who I don't plays know, a saxophone. Yeah, he, <laughs> he plays a saxophone, making a brand. <laughs> that concept couldn't have worked out <laughs> too well. He's a very good sax player. Oh, <laughs> and I like. Yes, <laughs> I don't great. doubt that. I'm sure it is. And I, and I like how, him too. He's a good guy. But I mean, that, that it couldn't have worked out that well. That concept. I, actually, it, not for me. It worked out pretty well. <laughs> so many other people involved. It worked out pretty well. Uh, listen, there's so many people out there with so many great ideas, and I want to see how, how I could exploit them and make them work. I just forgot the, the main thing or never considered that human ego factor. Oh. It's just something that's it's amazing. I mean, ego? you deal, you deal this- with it in your store every day. I, I never dealt with that kind of stuff before. Yeah. Not at that level. So it, it was just hard. It was hard to run it. It was hard to run the business side of it because they had their own visions of what grandeur or what, what was the main problem. Exactly that. You know, the, the fact that. I mean, uh, for our listeners who don't know, basically what you did was. People had to dream or try to develop a brand. You basically got together with them and tried to develop a brand under your umbrella company. That's correct. With various people that have been or were surrounded by the cigar industry. And, of course, outside of one of them majorly, I mean, the rest of them kind of really haven't taken off. I mean, Asylum has been a, a monster hit. and Asylum was a monster? Yeah, and Tom's doing a great job. But a lot of them, it didn't work out well. And what do you, what do you think was the major flaw in that? Basically, the belief in it, the salespeople couldn't believe in what, in what was happening, and the, the people involved couldn't get behind. The, the salespeople couldn't get behind the people involved, and they just didn't believe in the project. This is there's such a personal thing. When the guy walks into your store, the salesperson or anybody walks presenting the product, you can tell already the guy's in it for the business, for the money, or the right. guy really feels what he's doing. He doesn't like the product anyway, so he's not going to be good at selling right. it. That's it. Well, yeah. I mean, not to mention, when you're doing that, you're conceptually creating independent reps for your own company by making them have to participate in getting these different kinds of brands and get behind every single one, so you're almost making them an independent rather than just a concentrated rep on your actual products. That's correct. And you know, at the beginning also, we didn't know what the identity was. And I, I said it before on the show, that was a necessary failure because you have to paint your box. We didn't know how big the box was going to be. We didn't know what brands we wanted. We didn't know what people were going to accept us for being a, uh, a boutique company, a more serious company. We didn't know what people were looking for. Now we know. What do you attribute? the phenomenal success of Asylum compared to the other Is projects. it Tom's beard? Yeah. Is it Tom's beard? <laughs> oh, my God. Is it God, Tom? Is it, <laughs> yeah. is it Tom? Because, you know, Tom is a very personal yeah. guy, Tom Mazuka, and he's out there, and he hits the pavement a lot, and I run into him. I mean, what, what, what do you think was the major contributor to that having such a different result than the other projects you developed? You know, we, we had the uh, – that's the thing about Asylum, right? The CLE project, we started working on it probably eight months. Eight months working on that thing, and then, you know, finally, like the week before we were ready – I said, you know, I know a factor in Nicaragua. Let's go make some projects there. We have some bands. I picked this one guy out of a crowd to make this. It was another guy. <laughs> that didn't go where, with him didn't go very well, but his constant went pretty well. I honestly can tell you that the amount of work that we put into Asylum was probably like six hours, seven hours. And Asylum was the most successful one versus eight months. I think it was the right price at the right product, the right time in the market, and the right person behind it. One thing we learned about launching this product is 
the uh, cigar brands are, epide- are like epidemics. We built that brand in the Midwest. Everybody wanted to support Lazuka. It was in Michigan, it was Ohio, and it, just spread, and it was Illinois. spread like a plague. And it spread like a plague. And it was the 70 by 7. It was the valley behind it. And what really, the 70 by 7 was supposed to be only a temporary thing. It's just, just for us to get our, our foot in the door. What made it happen is when a competitor came out there, they came out with a product trying to attack us, and it was the best thing could ever happen for us because it was the Pepsi Coke effect. You know, even in the book, the 22 Immutable brands, uh, Laws of Branding, they tell you, Copycat brands only make the original brand stronger. That's really what made wow. the Asylum this brand is, the most important one. This is such a different Christian Aroa from 10 years ago. <laughs> because I remember seeing this office and this guy almost having an aneurysm every time someone was knocking off some, one, some, one of his projects. I mean, <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, <laughs> all the time. When Rocky came out, uh, uh, what was it? The, the... No, forget about Rocky. It was when I wanted we well, had Corojo, the Corojo. I mean, Corojo was the big thing because, I mean, right. he originally put Corojo on the map. No one had talked about Corojo wrapper, Corojo leaf. And Christian put it out there, and then all of a sudden, it was General, I think, was the first company. Oh, they did the rare punch, Corojo. Punch rare Corojo. Yeah, and it's so rare. And then uh, everybody, now Corojo is, common, is a yes. commonly used term in this. Listen, industry. man, you don't understand that the, when, when General came up punch rare Corojo, I was calling the Federal Trade Committee. I was calling everybody. <laughs> I was going to file a lawsuit. And Sal pulled me over and says, What are you doing, stupid? These people are going to put you out of business. I go, No, no, no. What's right is right. And then at that point, I, I read that book and I learned, and I just kind of stayed quiet. And uh, that really is what built the Corolla brand as well. It's funny. A completely different Christian Aroa from 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. That is funny. It doesn't mean I wasn't pissed off when no. people copied the product. <laughs> it happens, but. We just have to wait it out. Now they're not doing so well anymore, and our product just became the, the, the solid one and the gold standard when it comes to that size. It is It is a monster brand, and it really has it's taken that, that big ring gauge market and dominated in the humidors. It's, it's done very well now. I don't see you doing any more of a lot of these projects. Have you backed off these kind of projects? Oh, I'm com- completely done, man. Done. We're com- yeah, that's so it, no, man. No Tabacalera is not Anita's anymore now. So. <laughs> yeah. It's just Tabacalera. It's just tabacalera. No, no more S, no more plural now. There you go. No, so so is, is Asylum going to be the only project out of the CLE company? Yeah, we have Asylum, of course, CLE, NATO, and uh, the One Shot, One Kill, and EH. It's still there. We're, we're, uh, you know, we're fighting it. I, I think that product has a shot. We still think it has a shot, but pretty much... After the FDA came out with their things, we started getting rid of the stuff that we knew was not going to work. Just eliminated completely. That's one of the benefits about being one of the veterans in the business, right? Yeah. yeah. At the age of 44, I remember 1998. Right. Very, very well. That's not going to happen to us no. uh, again. We started getting rid of whatever products we needed to get rid of and just focusing on the core brands. 98, you're talking about the boom? At the end of the boom. The end of the boom, the tail end of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, when Lou Rothman came out, he had that booth at the trade show. He had uh, the first day, I buy cigars for 50 cents. No one will show up. <laughs> Second day, I buy cigars for 40 cents. No one will show up. The third day, he had cigars. Third and last day, I buy cigars at 15 cents. There was a line of people. I'm talking about dozens and dozens of companies just dumping all their products. Yeah, they, they had were to. out. All right. This has been a great historical walk, and there will be a whole lot more of this interesting conversation as we talk to Christian Aroa, who is over the vanity rather than the caffeine at the end of the day. When we come back, more with Christian Aroa and a whole lot more other great stuff right here on Kiss My Ash Radio. Keep it lit. Taste in cigars, as in all things, is largely a matter of personal preference. Quality, on the other hand, can be held to measurable standards. The De Crossier brand embodies excellence, crafted using time-honored old-world traditions that date back to the 19th century. From the minute you light one of our fine cigars, you will savor what has been called by many the best-kept secret in the cigar industry. This message has been approved by Santana Diaz, candidate for 2016 Cigar of the Year.
Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar, and yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution, CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. If getting healthy and in shape was easy, everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. 
We are here broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. It is Saturday, the 27th of August. Last week of August, all the kids are back in school. Can you believe it? I get depressed this time of year. You get depressed when the kids go back to school? You love it, probably. Yeah, man, I love it. I love the summer <laughs> of baseball, I love the summer of sports, love it all. I get sad when the kids go back to school. I really do, man. The house is empty in the morning. They're my buddies, man. Yeah, yeah I wake I mean, during the summer, I was going into work like every day, 1230, you know, 1 o'clock, spending the morning with the kids, wrestling in bed. Now, like at 730, they're all gone. It's like crickets. Yeah, they're all gone. It's depressing. Listen, one, one of the first trips... Um, I almost the, want to homeschool them, you know? Seriously, it I know. sucks. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those I'm, weirdos, too, I'm man. I'm pretty sure yeah. your wife will put an X-day on that. Yeah. No, you know, she enjoys them, too. I mean, we enjoy our kids. I mean, listen, we go out, and you probably experience this, and you see other people's kids. And how they, it's like, no wonder you want your kids to go to school. I wouldn't want to be around that child anyway myself. But our kids are they're, they're pretty awesome. I mean, I'm not seeing it because they're my kids. I mean, Emily exposed them a lot. They're pretty enjoyable. And, they are. They're wonderful. And very low-maintenance children. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, they really are. They're no. self-sufficient. Mine are complete pain in the ass, man, but I do enjoy them. <laughs> I do enjoy them. I remember one, my wife was from Columbia, so one of the first trips that she took, and the kids were probably much smaller. She's from Ohio? Columbia. Oh, Columbia. I thought you said Columbus. Columbus. I'm like, wow, I didn't no, see no, that coming. Columbia. There you go. One of the first trips that she took, I'm thinking, man, she's going to leave. I'm going to party. That's it. Just <laughs> first night, uh, you know, and the house was nice and quiet. I was watching TV as loudly as I could. The next day, you're doing the same. Basically, I never left the house, and by the third day, I just couldn't wait for everybody to get back. Yeah. And that's when you realize you're completely domesticated, and, yep. and uh, that's it. We do that now as parents. Like, if we go on trips without the kids, we've left our vacations a day or two early because we miss We the miss kids. them. Yeah, yeah, you want to come home. She's going to cry. <laughs> yes, this is Kiss My Ash Radio. We are here broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Matt, okay, the Brewmeister with me, of course, Honest Dave and the lovely Lady M. And we are busy talking to our, in our Meet Your Maker segment with Christian Aroa of CLE Aroa. And formerly Camacho Cigars. So, Christian, you've got a long storied history. You and your father started the Camacho brand, put a lot of interesting brands out there. Obviously, you know, Triple Maduro, as we talked to previously, Corojo. Um, what do you feel the legacy of Camacho is? Camacho, definitely the, the uh, Corojo seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the being able to revive a seed that, that Cuba abandoned back in 1987 was truly the, the uh, biggest success. I remember back then there was a guy named George Brightman working for Cigar Aficionado. Oh, he's kept, still around. Yeah, yeah, but oh, yeah. he was with CA at the time. Yeah. And I kept asking, listen, you need to cover this story. This is an important seed. It was abandoned, blah, 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 blah. He would never cover the story, so we decided to just go with PricewaterhouseCoopers. We went to Germany. We did this blind taste test, and we beat a lot of the Cuban guys. We came back trying to get that story, trying to get that story told, and CA just wouldn't give us the story. That's when we decided to start doing the trips to Honduras and started bringing customers down. Which, in my opinion, was probably one of the – smartest things I've seen you do in your career because at that time you, you guys kind of stopped advertising in Aficionado. We stopped completely. Yeah, you know, instead of wasting this money that we sent in this ad, let's just start flying consumers to Honduras to their camp. And I was, you know, I've been there myself. I mean, I think that was brilliant. People started getting enamored with the what the Corojo leaf was, learning about it, and, and, and that spread like a plague. They'd come back and talk to 10 other guys who didn't go about it, and next thing you know, Camacho Corojo was the standard of Corojo. Yeah, you know, in all the fairness of Cigar Aficionado, what was happening back then, it was Dominican Republic was king. Everything for Dominican. Honduras was, uh, we had another manufacturer who killed the Honduran name back in the 80s, selling cheap cigars and just garbage. We were trying to make it back, and the industry didn't have but medium-body cigars. Camacho came in, it was the uh, full-body $5 cigar that completely changed the business, brought a lot of attention to us. And eventually, a lot of other people started doing the the trips to the factories, which I think was a great thing. That's I think that, again... 
is one of those big contributing factors to the industry that we're able to shape and mold and increase the level of education of our retailers. Because back then, I don't think but 10 retailers had ever been to a factory before. Yeah. So we were able to change. And I think that now Everybody, Everybody's doing them, yeah. Yeah, to the point that we stopped doing the trips because now you're almost begging, hey, please, man, come down and visit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sal had the best line ever. He said, uh, we're going to have a contest, first prize one week in Honduras, second prize two weeks in Honduras. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, speaking of Sal, what would you think Sal would say about what you've done after Camacho? You know, I mean, he was there. I mean, when when the company eventually sold, and and, and uh... you know, we ended up doing an award. We had a South Fontana Award every year for the best salesperson. So of course, now with a new company, we gave it to and named the Tom Lazuga Award. It, it, it's hilarious that every time we present that award, still four years in, we cry. Tom and I sit here, yeah. we cry every time we present the award. The young kids with us are like, "Dude, what are these two gay old guys doing, man? I don't, we don't understand what's going on." And um, so I, I think I still keep him present. I think he would be extremely proud of what we're doing. Although I have to admit his attention would be completely toward the, uh, the election. Oh, like, oh God. <laughs> oh, he wouldn't stop talking about Hillary right now. He, he wouldn't stop lie. talking about Hillary. Oh. But I do miss I miss, I do uh, miss Sal a lot. I miss those old times. You know, I was just in, in Pittsburgh. Just came back from Pittsburgh uh, yesterday. And it was pretty interesting how there's still a lot of old timers there, people in the business 25, 30 years. And you're able to talk to people that were around. Back then, there aren't that many young no, guys, I agree. that many old guys in the business. I agree. So I think Sal would, would be kind of uh, almost feeling left out in what the industry is now. Adam cleaned out one of our store locations the other day and came across an old picture of me and Sal from a trade show. That was actually always one of my favorite pictures. We're going to get it framed. But it was the year that you came out with the Camacho jerseys. Oh, the baseball one. Yes. So he was wearing the baseball jersey, and uh, it was it's just a great picture, me and him. We, and we just came across it this yeah, week. It was kind of kismet that we're talking about him mm-hmm. now. But, um, you know, what would what do you think Sal's take on the FDA would be? Oh, he'd be pissed. Because, you know, he really was, you know, uh, very involved in S-Chip and, and, and talk about it at the time. And, you know, um, I mean, what's your personal take on the FDA? I mean, do, 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 how are you planning on this? I mean, you, do you think it's going to go away? Do you think there's going to be any changes, or do you think that's it? We're, this is it. You know, many years ago, I, I visited uh, the Villas on Factory, and that's why I always call the Those, Ste- they're, they're the old makers of Hoyo oh, and Punch. Right, Hoyo yes. and Punch. Now it's Estella Padron, who today, Rolando Reyes and Estella Padron are the best manufacturers ever, period. No one else is going to be ever better than these two guys because they're completely committed to their craft. Estella Padron's factory was so clean and so organized that I came back to my factory, and I was so pissed off that I couldn't do it the way they did it. We started this cleanliness program. Uh, the Bayer program. Process. Bayer came in a few years afterward, okay. and Bayer started certifying us. They certified our fields. We're completely green. Our factory is 99% hygienic. Now, is this Bayer the aspirin company? Bayer, Bayer? the aspirin company, okay. but they're very big in agro-science and agricultural products. Okay, so they have a standard, and you meet the standards? Yeah, they call it better manufacturing practices and better growing practices. Of course, they want to push their products, promote their product, but they do certify, and there are a lot of steps. Our workers come in. They have to go through a special a, a misty shower. Oh, really? You have to wash your hands every so often. You can't <laughs> draw a test of cigars in your mouth. You can't do a lot of things. <laughs> People put these in their mouth. Plus, you know, my, my obsessive compulsive uh, disorder kind of helped me a, a, a be very sensitive to these things. So we were always ahead. We're about 13 or 14 years ahead. We got the certification. We got a company that has been doing our testing for some years now because we've also been dealing a lot in Europe. And Europe is way ahead. In Europe, we have to say, we have the cigar, the cigar weighs X amount. We have to say what percentage of that weight is vegetable glue, what percentage of the weight is the band. Europe is extremely exaggerated and ridiculous. I mean, can you really know? 
Yeah, you, I mean, you can know. You Vegetable know how much glue, you, it dries. No, mm-hmm. listen, I know, but you don't do it on the cigar itself. But, you know, you, you have a bucket. In that bucket, you when it's gone, there. you just factor and divide by how many cigars you made. That's it, man. That's, wow. the, that's the only way you can do it. And wow. it's a guesstimate at the end, you know, because we're not millimetric that way in our industry. Definitely not our industry. Right. But it's something that we're prepared for. At FDA, look it. We're going to start our testing next week. We're not waiting for anything. We're not waiting for like, we're not waiting for anything. It's the law of the land. We accept it. We we figure out which brands make the mustard, which cigar, which brands can afford to do the testing, and it's a true, simple, analytical approach to it. And objective, the brand doesn't make it, the brand is out. Let me ask you, because I, I've gotten 12 different opinions already and interpretations, but from what I've understood from the people I've talked to is any pre-August 8th brand has to go through the filing, but not the testing. From what I understand, by 2019, everybody will have to get their testing done. Not, everybody. Not, pre, not pre-2007. Everybody will have to get their testing done. Because at the end, the FDA wants to know, how much uh, a uh, they're going to test for nicotine? There are three tests that we're looking at. We're, we're um, nicotine, carbon monoxide, and tar. This also, uh, oh, you know, I would forget it right now, man. They're the cigarette twenty, and there's a, the Caresta standards. There are three different tests that we're looking at. We don't know which one the FDA is going to make us all do. We're doing all three. We're doing the baseline testing in this company in in, uh, in Spain. There's a company in Canada, and there's a company in North Carolina also. We're all getting quotes right now, but we will do the baseline just to have it already. And we're going to start the testing process. We're hopefully, the FDA can tell us, all right, listen, we can do it by weight. It doesn't have to be by individual size. Let's do it by weight of cigars, which actually trims our testing maybe just to th- two or three sizes instead of five or six, instead of each one. Let me ask you a question because, you know, you, you do have agricultural knowledge and background. You know, cigarettes are a man-made thing, and their levels are adjusted and put in. But, you know, cigars for 99% right. of the most part is a very natural product. Does the nicotine in tar, or do we know, has anybody ever looked – is it going to change from cigar to cigar? I mean, it's all made with cigar tobacco. I mean, shouldn't it be pretty much the same? Once you determine what the tar and nicotine level of a cigar is, maybe based on size. Hey, it's embarrassing. We don't have that. We don't know that. Wow. We just don't know that in the industry. A lot of the testing has been done because you're talking about flu-cured or cigarette or blonde tobacco. Then we use dark air-cured tobacco. That's, that's the stuff that we use. The size of the industry has been so small, we never had to do this kind right. of testing. However, the FDA is currently... I'm sorry, not the FDA, but the Europeans currently test pesticide levels and things like this. Because these are other things that are coming into play. Do the pesticides show up in the cigars? Oh, for for sure. Really? For sure, because there's no process on the leaf. There are companies out there that put caramel, French vanilla. They do different flavorings on cigars. They're going to have to disclose that because it will show up on the testing, which is going to be a huge eye-opener. And a lot of companies fighting precisely that. They don't want that information divulged. But it will be pretty public uh, as far as where it comes out. Everything is determined. You know, once once you do these chemical tests, everything shows up. Do you think the FDA should regulate cigars? A, Abe, I don't think they should. But it's look at a. Uh, it's not a food. Is, is it a drug? It's not a drug. It's ingestible, and just like Joel Sherman said, and whether what I think about it or not, I don't think we should pay taxes either. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but Joel Sherman said it himself, and uh, from Nat Sherman, of course, yeah. one of the patriarchs of our industry, mm-hmm. says if tobacco's in the name, we're all the same. Period. Great line. And Philip Morris and R.J. Reynolds are never going to allow a cigar company to come, or, or for a cigarette company to, to take advantage of that definition and to come out with a cigarette that goes under the cigar definition. Philip Morris wants to eliminate any risk that that ever happens again. And so does R.J. Reynolds. They just want everybody else out of business. Period. They figure that no one, if, if the only smokable product that should exist of any type is their product. And the FDA seems to be on board with that program. 
Of course, you know they have the they have the big money they're supporting. When, when you look at the uh, MSA, the Master Settlement Agreement, the amount of income each state gets. That's what I'm saying. The FDA is just a sellout. It's uh, a huge sellout. I mean, look, the way I look at it too is, I mean, when they first banned flavored cigarettes, mm-hmm. banned flavored. I mean, we used to sell cherry, vanilla. I remember they banned them all. How does menthol get an exemption? How is that not a flavor? You know, I just I just don't get it. It's just such a blatant, obvious sellout. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like, we're going to leave one anything. flavor. Yeah, just we're one flavor one, option. Just that's one. it. <laughs> yeah. Everything else can go. No, but yeah. menthol, okay. But the ironic thing, the cigarette itself is not flavor. It's the, the cigarette itself, when it comes out, is just a regular cigarette. It's the aluminum foil inside the pack that has a flavor on it. And the cigarettes all pick up that flavor. No. Mm-hmm. No, well, not true. Because now they got them in filters. And they, they crush the Yeah. They, now, so, Marlboro menthol, the flavor is on the aluminum foil inside. Really? Not on the cigarette. Mm-hmm. Never knew that. Well, hey, you learn all kinds of great <laughs> stuff right here on Kiss My Ash Radio every <laughs> single week. This is what we're here to do for you. When we come back, we're going to have more with Krishna Roa. Keep it lit. No way. Really? Yeah, man. It's that amazing. This is really... Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Zycar for life. I could barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Swag Cigars, offering a cigar for you. From the medium-bodied Swag Puro Dominicano, the full-bodied Swag Black, and now the new Swag Round Connecticut with a flavor profile not usually found in milder blends. The flavor profile takes you from creamy smoothness to a place no other milder cigar has ventured. Available in full grade sizes, shipping to stores near you in August 2015, and priced right. Boutique Blend Cigars, blending is in our DNA. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. 
Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Caldwell Cigar Company is a proud sponsor of Kiss My Ash Radio. Make sure you try all of Caldwell's lines, including Long Live the King, Blind Man's Bluff, and Eastern Standard, which were all awarded 91 ratings by Cigar Affectionado and Cigar Snob. Do not forget the 93-rated King is Dead, which earned a spot in the top 25 cigars of the year last year by Cigar Affectionado. You can find more information by following Caldwell Cigar Company on Facebook. If you're not running with us, run from us. We own the night. Caldwell Cigar Company. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I like this song. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the always enjoyable Honest Abe and the lovely Lady M. We are here in the meat and potatoes of our Meet Your Maker segment with Christian Aroa of CLE, Asylum, Fabricus Unitas, all kinds of other fun and exciting names. Christian, once again, thanks for being here on this lovely Saturday. The pleasure's all mine, man. Sunny Florida on my ass, as South Fontana used to say. <laughs> he did used to say that. That was his favorite line. We got ass. storms all weekend. Uh, before we went to break, we were talking about cigarettes, the FDA, and... Uh, Let's talk about cigars. Yes. Yeah. Let's start talking about cigars. Well, yes, obviously, and that's what we were talking about before we went to break, and now let's get into... Cigars. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, you, you kind of, the, the big dream happened. You built this company, you and your family, and you got sold. And some people will, like Timmy Osinger, retire and go off into the sunset and never be seen again. I tell you, I think he's the only guy who ever just got out. I, don't, I can't out. tell you. Yeah, out, gone, disappear. I've never seen anybody just go. You know, even if they get fired, one of their stories, Tim just left. But he didn't want to be in it. He was I'm a stand up comic. He just left. He gone. You know, yeah, he never came back in. Never looked back. I <laughs> mean, didn't even seriously. pop in to say hello. I mean, yeah. I mean, usually they'll come around, they'll do something, go on. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm impressed. I'm pretty, I'm proud of him. I mean, it's pretty wild. But you know, it happened. What possessed you to say I want to try this all over again? What did you think you were going to do differently this time to make another successful cigar company? Hey, you, you know what really drove me was I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed with with uh, my kids. They would do it. Look at. I tried golfing. I tried fishing. I started a seaplane company. Now I go to Bimini. All those seaplanes. I started the whole thing. I started the sea. I started the route. I started everything. What's that? What's the seaplane. Seaplane. The ones that land in the in water. the water. You started a seaplane company. Yeah, that's what I did. I went to Bimini in the after, Bahamas after you sold. Yeah, had Camacho, nothing to do. You bought a seaplane company, right? Which did what? Like charter people back and forth on a seaplane. Yeah, seaplanes? man. So I land my first customer. because you fly. I fly airplanes. I, that's I why you it. have a pilot. I land the first customer, which is the most interesting guy. I get a, non, a, a non-disclosure agreement. 
out of Puerto Rico, these people want to hire the airplane. I'm thinking, man, I'm hiring the airplane from for J. Lo and Mark Anthony. It's going to be cool. <laughs> Dude, even better than that. This guy shows up. I sign the contract. This guy shows up in a private 757. Who is it? Sergey Brin, the guy who owns Google. Hires the airplane. Dude, it's guy who owns Google. He can fly whatever he wants, man. Wow. Space shuttle he could have been flying. All of a sudden, all right, that contract ends. It's a 120-day contract. Next one who signs me is um, Roger Waters and Shakira to start selling real estate on their island. So I start doing those flights, and I get Wait, hired. Where was I when all this was going on? How do I know I'm not knowing any of this? Because I wasn't doing anything. I was just doing that, and I had a pilot that was doing all the work. Sometimes I would dress up like Howard Hughes used to do. dress You're up hilarious. <laughs> the next guy who hires me is David Copperfield. But anyway, but... Did dude, he make the plane disappear? No, he didn't make it disappear. <laughs> he made the checks disappear because he never paid. <laughs> 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 the prick never paid. Hey, uh, so, no, and then... Uh, but my kids would go to school in the morning. I'll be home. They would come back in the afternoon. I'll be home. <laughs> yeah, man. So I was really embarrassed. And I, and I started thinking, how can you lead these kids? And how can I teach them about responsibility, blah, 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 if I don't do it? I said, screw it. I'm going to build a company. I'm going to build another company now. I'm going to start fresh. So I recruited Tom Lazuka. I said, Tom, this is what we're going to do. We're just going to do 300,000 cigars every six months. Two brands, three brands. That's it. No salespeople. You and I do all the work. We bring one or two other guys. Man, so we, yeah, we go out. Yeah. You're one of our first stops. So we go out. You know, it's July 2nd, not compete. The non-compete expired like on Sunday. So Monday, Robert Caldwell was with us at the time also. We do the first road trip. And you're one of our first stops. We yeah. walk in I here. I remember West Palm Beach. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't the most pleasant of all. I might be a little bit brutal. He looks He looks at Caldwell and says, listen, you I don't want to talk to because you're a competition. You sell at the restaurants. And oh, no, that's not me. I, didn't yeah. know, I never knew who Robert Caldwell was. I know, but you knew he was doing Hotel Humor. No, I didn't. Yes, you did, because no, I, I introduced him like that. And you're like, no, listen. Uh, anyway. No, no, no. That, you, that, you confused me, because I, I never met Robert Caldwell. I didn't know well, what he was. Anyway, so the first week we went to Jeff and Corona, pretty much the same uh, thing. He might have said it for sure. It was a disastrous week, man. So Tom Lazuka's like, oh, what did I do, man? I, <laughs> I left that off. I left a good job. Now I'm here. We're not doing anything. All of a sudden, we go to a trade in Orlando, and something happened. We realized we struck a nerve. That cigar just started taking off, the asylum one. I said, Tom, you know, we got to change our model, bro. <laughs> we need to hire a bunch of salespeople. We need to start doing this and that. And all of a sudden, we went back to, to pretty much the way we knew how to do things. Started growing the company, and the growth was, was, growth was so large that American Express actually came into our office and closed us down. They sent a PI over because they thought that what we were doing was a check cashing store. American Express? Yeah, because they wouldn't process our credit cards anymore. Really? They were holding like $37,000, $30,000. Wow. And uh, we had to explain, listen, so they had the PI sit there, the private investigator sat that's, there for two days. That's funny. Noticed everything we did. He realized we we're not a check cashing store. We weren't laundering money. <laughs> we weren't doing anything. He opened us up, and, and uh, here we are, man. But uh, it's been uh, very expensive. It's been a hard learning process. You know, with some of these projects, I lost a ton of money. And, uh, you know, I got. Was it less stressful because you had money to lose? No, it's, it's the opposite. <laughs> it's the opposite, man. Yeah, because you're like, dude, what kind of idiot do I have to be to lose it? I mean, and someone once told me, very uh, Carlos Palace, very, very wealthy man, one, one of my mentors, basically owns the entire country of Nicaragua, brilliant man. You know, Ron Flor de Caño, all this, he goes, yeah, yeah. He see, yeah, we go out fishing, he goes, let me tell you something. It is a lot harder to keep your money than to make your money. Probably true. And that yeah. thing it revolves in my head every single day. And it just becomes something with, with a lot of... Uh, Adversity. Every, so every decision you make is a lot more calculated. I don't have South Fontana around to, to help me make decisions. And it, it's really tough because you need somebody. You need that mentor. You need somebody next to you all the time. That bouncing On, board. The bouncing of ideas, course, yeah. you need the bouncing board. Oh, yeah. You know, so, uh, but, you know, we've been successful. Sound 13 has been a monster. The Aidoa brand is doing extremely well. So is CLE. 
and the 80020 is, 20 is, is phenomenal do, for do us. Very well, actually. Yeah. I, was, I was just we're talking. I was parked up earlier at the studio building, and while I was you know killing some time, checking out Facebook real quick, he opens the passenger door, hops in my car, and we were talking about the asylum, uh, the row of twenty. Um, it's doing better than I thought it was. It's doing very well. Oh, thank you for what, the face, what, sir. What, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. What, uh, what, what made the cigar the one you wanted to call the twenty? Well, it was. Uh, I started the business June twenty eighth, nineteen ninety five. I wanted to launch this product at the trade show for uh, two thousand five. I wasn't quite happy with it, so I didn't come out with it. Uh, I'm sorry, two thousand fifteen. I wasn't quite happy with it until November. I finally came out with the the, uh, the batch that I was very happy with. The filler is a seed called Victoria, what, uh, what used to be grown on my grandfather's farm. I know it sounds like a story, but it's true. I mean, this one's actually grown. <laughs> my father grew it to make his his, uh, his Aladino. Your father still grows tobacco. father still grows tobacco. He still works the field. I mean, I want to get a little bit about that because it's, it's important because that's where the history of the tobacco comes from. Your dad has been growing tobacco for how many years now? Bro, forever. My father left. As long as you can remember. He left Cuba, Bay of Pigs Invasion, went to Honduras. In 62, he got in Honduras. He actually was in the American military. Yeah, he was in the U.S. Army. And he had to serve the rest of his time in Korea, but then went the Oliva family, not the cigar people, the tobacco people. Right. There is a difference. You don't have to explain that every single time. (laughs) So now the old man goes down there, and since 62, he's been growing tobacco. Today, he's 78 years old, and he still calls me, and he starts making plans, and he's da-da-da. Even when I go stay with him, because like him and like you also, I too am an insomniac. I don't sleep at night. So, you know, you sleep with the old man. He wakes you up at 3.30 in the morning. He starts talking about this and that. Well, you know, hold that. on. i got to cut you off because we do have to hit a break. But more about your father when we come yeah. back and the growing fields of tobacco. This has been Christian Aroa right here on Kiss My Ash Radio. Keep it lit. Palm Beach's hottest party and best value at Spearmint Rhino on Okeechobee and Military Trail. It's the biggest party scene and entertainment at local crisis. When's the last time you've been to the Rhino? Friendliest staff and service with awesome specials. Like $2 Ucala, including Grey Goose, Crown Royal, and even import beer. The Spearmint Rhino, where the real party happens. Don't forget about $10 Tuesdays and Friday Power Hour. Free well drinks from 5 to 6 p.m. Palm Beach's best value at the Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club. I smoke Padilla. Hear me roar. Living in this land of political freedom, Ernesto and Carlos Padilla, the sons of the lion-hearted writer and poet Alberto Padilla, once imprisoned by the Castro government and whose forefathers grew tobacco in our beloved Cuba, are proudly blending cigars that continue the magnificent Cuban traditions of cigar making. Visit your local tobacconist and ask for the unique smoking experience that is Padilla. One puff of Padilla and you'll roar too. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K, the Brewmeister. We are here broadcasting live in Palm Beach, Gardens, Florida, on the 27th of August, the last weekend of summer. Fast first hour, huh? Yeah, Oof. very much so. Oof. With me, of course, everybody's favorite morning person, Honest Abe. Everybody, everybody but my wife. Oh, oh, that's yes. such a cute little... Oh. <laughs> uh, and America's favorite perky cheerleader, the lovely lady. Good Evan. morning. Perky. Mm. Should we tell everybody about the awesome practical joke we played on you? Sure. It was pretty good. Listen to this. We play a practical joke on Lady M this week. I got her to cry again. But she has this thing. There's a guy who works in her office, 
and he's she's been doing this for six months. I'm not kidding you. She'll just walk up to him. And he'll be getting in his car, getting ready to go home. Abe wants you. He'll so run guy, back this in. This guy constantly is running to my office, going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, boss. What'd you want?" I said, "I didn't call you." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, him." But this has been going on for six months. You know, you figure after two or three times, it's enough. So he's sitting in the office the other day. He's like, "I gotta get Emily back." I said, "Dude, you want to get Emily back?" I'll help you get her back. So we staged this. There he goes. We staged this whole thing, right? We were actually in a meeting. Actually, Paul was in the room. We're all talking. And I made him call me on my cell, right? And when I get the cell phone call, I, and, and, you know, Emily's seen me get a little temperamental sometimes, and she don't like it. She'll leave the room. So I just start screaming, like, who the F did that? And I look at her and said, give me Briggs now! Dude, He's she, screaming. He's mad. She runs out of the room and starts looking for him, right? And, and I... I'm trying to be dramatic, so I'm still. Sh- I'm just shouting, Briggs, and she can hear it. <laughs> she can hear it as she's running. So like, she goes, just mad, mad. He wants to do his office now. He goes, Emily, I don't have time for your games right now. <laughs> and he ignores me. He ignores her. I'm like, you are so unprofessional. You are a child. <laughs> you get in his office right now. He won't what? go. And then she said to him, I just want to punch you in the face. That's what she says to him. <laughs> True story. So wait. So finally, after like minutes, this guy's not coming around. I come in the back room. I go looking for him. I'm yelling. And I'm like, where's... And she comes by. I'm like, what the F is going on? Where's Matt? And she's looking at the ceiling. She don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. And he comes around the corner. I'm yelling at both of them. And finally, she goes, I told him. He wouldn't come. He wouldn't come. I told him. And I start yelling. It's you and your practical jokes. You see what you do. She's like, but we shook out it Friday. I said I'd never do it again. <laughs> it's so funny. So funny. It was hilarious. Know, if it was real, that's exactly what Abe would say. This is all your fault. Just oh, your yeah. Stupid jokes. Oh, yeah. We shook out it Friday. <laughs> that was great. So the what are you doing to of- Kid Next? I've, I, I, you know what? I'm going to stick to my truth. We did shake on it Friday, and I told him I would not play any more jokes on him. So I'm not going to do anything. That's so girly, man. you got to keep going. You uh, can't stop. Gonna, no, because something is it's going to backfire on me, and then Dave is going to yell at me. I mean, <laughs> Ronnie kept – one of our guys kept putting shipping popcorn in her purse. I'm like, I'm like just, take, yeah. just take one of the 40-pound bags and fill his car up. She did. I did it. The, whole, the guy gets, it gets oh, in his it. car. In oh, his yeah. car. He loose, opened up his loose. door at midnight to get in his car, and all the popcorn just – Fell out like a waterfall. This is hilarious. Yeah, that was bad. He was really angry at me for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about cigars. Before the break, we were talking about tobacco and your dad's history. Your dad, I mean, he's really passionate about tobacco. I've had conversations with him. Like, he'll if we talk about something, he'll stop, disappear, and come back with white cigars. I just made these. What do you think? You know, I mean, he's that excited about tobacco. Still today. Still today. He's still planning. He's still coming up with ideas. <laughs> he's still developing. He's always... He used to drive Sal crazy. I make it better, Sal. I make it better. Right? Yeah, that's Julio, what don't make it better. <laughs> it's good. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> no, he, he can't stop improving. Even if you look at the farms are beautiful. I don't know. In the, I mean, you haven't been there a couple years, but now. Now, when you, when you guys sold Camacho, you kept your farms. Oh, yeah. My father he, would, he not, would not let right. him go. So he still has the farm, still growing tobacco. It's still still doing the same is thing. Is he growing tobacco exclusively for CLE now, or is he growing? Well, it, well Davidoff is on the contract. Davidoff buys some tobacco from us. Okay. And uh, mostly for CLE. And him. He came out with his brand, the Aladino, and, and uh, it's a cigar he's always wanted to make. Are you distributing that brand? No, my, my brother is, because they finally got a chance to work together. Okay. And the problem we have with our company, that the, the asylum so brand is so large. So your father and your brother is your competition. No, they're not competition. They're, they're, listen, we work together. We work together really, really well. We help them. We give them customer lists from the same booth for everything. Okay. And uh, it's like I tell my dad, listen, there's no one else I look up to more than to you. So whatever you need, I- I'm going to help you guys out. And for the first time, he and my brother have had a chance to work together. 
Because wow. they did many years ago, and but in the agricultural side, and now they're on the uh, commercial marketing side. Wow. Interesting. Great stuff. So which tobaccos now, we're, we're going back to the Aurora 20th we're talking about, and we got sidetracked about your father's history in tobacco. What, what tobaccos are in Oh, we're using a seed called Victoria. Victoria was the uh, tobacco grown, in, and it's probably one of the Cuban Criollo seeds. And it was grown in my grandfather's farm back then called La Victoria, named after my grandmother. And the wrapper is uh, Mexican seed grown in Honduras. That's, that's been my father's, uh, my father's uh, windmill, you know, the, the Sancho Panza thing. He's always wanted to grow the Mexican seed. Yeah. Until my brother came in and gave him a solution, which is uh, you know, uh, doing a hybrid of the uh, seeds. I forgot the word. Anyway, you know, he, he splices and makes the plant the seed beds differently. They, they mix a genetic makeup. That's correct. Right. And he finally, he finally made it work because the uh, Mexican seed in Honduras always gets something called black shank. Which, the which plant, is a sickness of the leaf. Yeah, it's a sickness of the leaf. The plant looks nice and healthy, but if you chop it in half, it's completely black because the plant died, it dies from the inside, inside. out. Ugh. And the root never grows. Ooh, the black love. Kind of like, it's kind of like love dies from the inside out. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, the roots for the Mexican uh, tobacco aren't very, they're kind of lazy. They don't go that deep. Where I made that love analogy, Adam got confused. I saw his face. I, I don't get it. <laughs> One day you will. Don't worry. Maybe. We'll see what happens. So now that we have the FDA and like everyone has pretty much gone off the idea of making new cigars, where do you see the future of your company going just on creating products and putting cigars in the market. Do you, do you think there'll be ever any new cigars? Awesome. Of course, man. You just have to go through the pre-market process. But the future, you'll see, we have an announcement coming out, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. We can close this deal on Monday. We'll have an announcement on on probably Tuesday or Wednesday. Why don't you just announce it right now and kiss my ass radio? Because we haven't closed the deal yet. Oh. Uh, that was in the detail. I do, you do, trust me, man. We tried yesterday <laughs> to get it done. We couldn't get it done yesterday because I would love to have it done. There you go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> announcement music. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it'll be... Uh... That's loud. Uh, listen, the show's recorded, so if you see it now, we won't air it till Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll put it out in the podcast on Wednesday. That'll be the good thing to happen. So but, you actually think people are going to make new brands? Because, I mean, I've heard that there'll just never be another new brand after August 8th. Because they fear even if you go through the process, they won't get approval. They'll spend all that money and they'll say, oh, no, something's wrong, you can't... Yeah, listen, we'll, we'll know. The problem is we don't know what the FDA is looking for. Right. We don't know exactly what they're looking for. The only way to do it is try and error. Just go out there and try and get it done. You know, the good uh, the good news are, actually, there are no good news. I was trying to be positive. I've been yeah, looking no. for some good news for looking, weeks. When you said the good news is, I was like, oh, there is good news. No, I'll, I'll tell you what, though, man. One thing that I, I think, me, because I'm a, a you know, traditionalist, old-fashioned, dinosaur in this industry, the way I think, I really hated the fact that a marketing person could come in and just come out with a cigar and get it launched without that much thought to it. Main reason is there's a lot of responsibility behind what we do. You know, when we come out with a cigar, we hire 30, 40, 50, 60 people to roll that cigar to make sure it was processed. I hate it when a guy come out with a product. Of course, you get a good launching because filling pipeline is always easy. But then the guy, the brand just never makes it. All of a sudden, 50, 60 people lose their jobs because there was never really that much stock going into it. So now, if you're going to develop a product, come out with a product, you have to make sure you thought it out really, really, really well. There's a whole marketing campaign behind it because now you're committed. Now you might be $100,000, $300,000 into that product. You've got to make sure it works. And also for you guys at the store level, you'll know that the guy comes out with that product. You're going to make sure that that guy is supporting that product because how many products have you guys brought into your store? You invest time, you invest money, you invest space for that product. 
90 days later, he's like, listen, this piece of crap doesn't sell. We got to get rid of it. It's on uh, a catalog company's uh, website for like $10 a box and it's gone. Yeah, man, you can't compete with it. I learned that from, from Jeffrey Stone. You got to understand that a retailer is going to give you his space, his time. He's going to talk to his manager and grab by the ear and say, listen, man, you guys need to push this product. You got to focus on it. All of a sudden, 90 days later, it's being discounted and you just lost all that time. Interesting. But, but the, the barriers of entry are, are going to change. Not that it's good news, but uh, it, it is. You have to do think about it. But there will be new products, Adam. But there are also products that were out there before that you never really saw, and they might come back in because they're. they're well, that's uh, what everybody else is doing now. They're all trying to pull out these 2007 pre 2007 predicated date brands and just. Well, yeah, this is still here. We've had it. We've been making it. Yeah, it exists. We didn't change anything. Of course not. Yeah, I know. So there'll always be the re-return, if you will. The re-return. Uh, the re-return of so many other things. Uh, so as you, obviously you're working on some kind of a big deal you can't talk about because we're not gonna because we don't want to spoil it. Uh, what else do you see happening in the future as you guys keep prepared to get things tested and move forward? Well, you know, the, the um, I am very happy that the retail stores were pretty much left alone. However, I do think that it's not the end. Once the FDA gets their hands in you, mm-hmm. and depends on which way the elections go. The elections go to the left. I think we're looking at, at uh, much higher S-chip prices. A lot more regulation. Do you, do, you, do you believe there's any possibility the election will go to the right? I think there's a very good chance. Really? I think there's a very good chance. Everybody I talk to says no way. Well, listen, because two weeks ago, I mean, this this individual is just saying the stupidest things in the world. You know, this is what I've said, and I don't want to get on a tangent on politics, but, you know, here's a guy who basically probably never thought in a million years he was going to end up being the Republican Party nominee, right? That's right. Just did it for fun. And then inspired the most, the biggest turnouts, right, to come Ever. vote. At some point, you just say, maybe I should just get serious about this and right. stop being in. You know, he could have reached out there and really inspired people. I think he would have won in a landslide. But instead, he just maintained doing his dokey, hokey, pokey talks Outlandish. and comments. And, and it just, it's brutal. Listen, you know, by, by uh, 120 days ago, you're looking at this thinking, man, no way Hillary was going to win with the whole Benghazi thing. The Benghazi is like. The smallest thing that she did with everything else and nobody, and nobody cares. And oh my God, and this guy can't even get the polls to, to 50-50. Nobody cares. But uh, you know, now, ironically, what is it? Is it uh, the, the, the WikiLeaks guy? He's going to end up winning the election for the Republicans. He's going to leak more stuff on her. And, and uh, everybody's dropping dead already from the DNC. That kid who leaked the stuff was found dead. Uh, uh, really? The lawyer was killed that last yeah, week. Wait, it's wait, kind of crazy. Wait, wait, wait. But this was crazy. But I don't know if these people just don't believe her. This family has a long history of people dropping dead. I know. I know. I mean, a long history of of people just dropping dead, conveniently dropping dead. You know, (laughs) I mean, people like who needed to die. Yeah. You know, for a problem to go away. Interns, people close to them, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's mind-boggling. I know. What is going on in this country? But we're absolutely crazy. Listen, the the fact that we have a clown as a Republican guy, and the fact that we have a crazy lady as a Democratic one. It's amazing, man. It, it almost makes you believe the apocalypse is around the corner. Right? <laughs> I swear to God. It really uh, makes you... You know, we we're, were talking about a doomsday clock. You know the doomsday clock is set three minutes to midnight. Do you know that? You know the doomsday clock is? Right. When, when they dropped the bomb in Hiroshima, like it started like eight minutes out, and depending on what's going on in world affairs, the, the minute hand gets closer to midnight, and like the end of the world is supposed to happen at midnight. It's like three minutes out. But, like, you know, I, I just can't believe the two candidates. We have, in my opinion, a woman who's basically incarnate evil. Incarnate. It doesn't come evil, more evil than that. It is. I'm going to say it outright. I, I might drop dead next week, but I'm just saying it. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm telling you. And the other guy who, you know, 
I don't know how to take him. I'd like to say I wish this guy, you know, give me hope, but I'm just kind of vote for him because he can't vote for Hillary. I know. Hey, can we get his uh, campaign manager to run? She's fantastic. Every interview she does, she's incredible. She's the one that single-handedly got him back in. And we should have his daughter run, too. She's awesome. His daughter might have done a better job. I know. Incredible. His daughter is amazing. She might have done a better job. We just hope this guy, this guy who smokes cigars, we haven't, you know, and, and there really hasn't been. Ch- I'll tell you one thing. He has been true to what he's doing because normally the candidates reach out to us and, for money. This guy has not reached out. You know, he's not he's not focusing on any any particular group. He's not raising money that way. Unless you go listen to his speeches and pay, he's not reaching out to any particular groups for money, which is incredible, which is, you know, I do believe he's not allowed to sell himself off that way. No, he won't. I don't think he'll sell himself. I don't think he'll be a sellout, without a doubt. It just if you just stop saying stupid stuff. And I, and I think he's he's past it, man. I hope he's past it. I just, look, I'm going to Europe now for the, uh, the Dortmund Fair. I'm coming back. On Monday the 26th, because I am going to watch that thing. I'm doing the whole thing in my house. That, to me, is a Super Bowl. I'm a political junkie. You know, we make cigars for so many different politicians. You know, our product gets all over the world to so many different people. If he could just wax eloquent and come off inspirational at the debates, he will win this thing. But if he goes on his clown and monkey show, yes. you know, and talks about Hillary's hairstyles and stuff like that, <laughs> it's... All right. Unfortunately, we could probably go on this for an entire another yeah, hour, we but we only have a two-hour show and a block to work with. Christian, thank you for being here so much, for taking all this time from your Saturday. Best of luck with the boat work you're doing later and the future of the companies that you are in charge of. All right. Of. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you all very right. much. Hey, thanks for coming up, Chris. When we Hi, come guys. back, we're going to see what's inside the industry by Halfwheel.com and Richard Carlton Hacker. Keep it lit. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful, silky, shade-grown habanero wrapper from the legendary Jalapeno Valley. Produced in small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-body cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez. 25 years of excellence in the cigar industry has allowed Nestor Miranda and Miami Cigar to become household names. Going into their 26th year, they celebrate by rebranding one of their cornerstone lines, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Innovation in design and style makes NMC one of the most modern brands on the market today. Three different wrappers allow for this line to be an anytime smoke. Ecuadorian Connecticut for the morning, Nicaraguan Habano just after lunch, and a broadleaf Maduro for your nightcap. You only get one life. How will you live yours? The A. Flores signature cigar brands out of the PDR Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic are a must-have for every cigar connoisseur. Whether you smoke the A. Flores Ceri Privada, the AFR 75 Edmundo, or the Flores E. Rodriguez 10th Anniversary Reserva Limitada, you will find yourself experiencing truly unique cigars that set new standards for superior construction, smooth draws, and flavor complexity. Visit your nearest tobacconist and ask for the fine cigars of Abe Flores, the hottest boutique cigar maker in the industry. To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco. 
creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit syndicatocigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. Long ago, in a remote valley, seeds were planted by workers of silver means. With only... Enough already. We get it. Hello, everyone. I'm Fred Rui from Nomad Cigar Company. Here's the deal. I didn't cross borders with tobacco seeds hidden in my pockets. I'm not a 43rd generation tobacco grower. Heck, 15 years ago, I never would have even seen myself spending months at a time abroad searching out tobacco and blending great cigars. So how did Nomad Cigar Company grow so fast and get such great reviews? It's simple. I spend months at a time abroad in factories and fields learning all I can to make a great cigar. I don't cut corners when it comes to the quality of tobacco, and I genuinely appreciate those that purchase my cigars. That's it. So the next time you purchase some cigars, reach for a Nomad Cigar. Not because I'm all about history and tradition. We all are. But because Nomad is about quality and commitment to you. See you soon. Standard of which all cigars would be held against going forward. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Ah. Another great show. I'm a big fan of TV. Oh no, you're not. <laughs> I think you're. A, I think you're. What a D-bag. What, I think whatever it is you do, you do do it big though. Yeah, yeah but I mean, you can't not. Yeah, do like when he watches TV, it's like six hours Wait, straight. I mean, I'm a TV intro music and oh. stuff. Oh, sorry, sorry. Jesus. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm Adam K. The Brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe and the lovely Lady M. And now it's time to see what's inside the industry. Brought to you by Halfwheel.com. It's okay. We'll just keep listening to the intro from uh... Inside the Industry, brought to you by HalfWheel.com, the industry's cigar blog. This week, Boveda adding a larger 320-gram pouches instead of the 3... or make it a 330 instead of a 320. At the trade show this year, Boveda introduced a 330-gram version of its patented product. However, the unit will now be scaled down. It is going to be scaled down. To a 320, the company made its decision to switch a slightly lighter product so that single unit would ship in a package weighing less than a pound, something that will allow for cheaper shipping rates compared to a 330-gram unit. So a 10-gram difference. I guess in a, in a big pack makes a pound less, but it makes a difference. I guess so. The unit unit will retail for $18 and can be attached to the lid of a humidor using a magnetic mounting plate, which retails for 15 uh, the company has become famous because of the use of salt, water, and a proprietary gumming agent inside that makes it a two-way humidity, so it actually produces humidity, and if it's too much humid, it'll suck it back in, yes. Um, next week, we're actually going to have Charles Rutherford, uh, director of Bovida, on the show, so we'll have to talk to him more about it and let listeners know more about it. That should be fascinating. Yes, yes, yes. 
Neanderthal OM arrives at Stogie's World Class Cigars. If you missed out on the first batch of the Neanderthal, it's probably not your fault. Stogie's World Class of Houston received a partial shipment of 53 boxes last week, and it sold out in less than the time that it takes to read this article. The OM is, of course, a Lancero size of Roma Craft Tobacco's Neanderthal line, part of the Houston-based retailer's H-Town Lancero series, a collection of now 11 different Lanceros. The Neanderthal uses Mexican San Andreas, Connecticut Broadleaf, and other Dominican and Nicaraguan and Pennsylvania fillers. May I tell you, that shop must have, like, the whole United States population of Lancero customers. Yes. Because it just doesn't seem to sell anywhere else. Nope. <laughs> Mind-boggling. And he guys goes, of and he goes of out of his way to completely make him with new ones with everybody. Well, good yeah. for him. Yeah, I got a Laranja at the trade show from uh, those guys. Yeah. Lotus Integral Group moves to new headquarters. On Monday, Lotus Integral Group will move to a new location in Tamarack, Florida, about a mile and a half from its previous location. And why is that newsworthy? Because it's a slow news cycle. <laughs> no, because yeah, nobody yeah. else can bring anything <laughs> no, else. Who cares? Who cares? They moved down the block. Really? We have doubled the size of our warehouse and grown our facilities to better serve you, our valued customers, said the company in an email. Integral has been experiencing incredible, incredible double-digit growth this past year, and we look forward to serving you through 2016 and beyond. And beyond. Sounds like a Pixar movie. The company makes a variety of accessories under the Lotus, Vertigo, and Black Label brands. Dallas City Council requesting stricter parks smoking bans. While the Dallas Parks and Recreation Board recommended a park smoking ban with an exemption, the Dallas City Council is expected to introduce a smoking ban without exemptions. According to a report from the Dallas NBC5, the council will vote soon on a ban that will prohibit smoking at all city-owned parks in Dallas, including golf courses with no exemptions for private events like the State Fair of Texas. Interesting. Golf courses and public shooting ranges were exempt in the non-binding recommendation from the Dallas Parks and Recreation Board that came in on in June. Now those are expected to be not included in the proposal from the Dallas City Council, which, if passed, would become law. And that's what's inside the industry brought to you by HalfWheel.com this week from Kiss My Ash Radio. When we come back, Richard Hacker, author of The Ultimate Cigar Book. Keep it lit. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time only. So grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg, the perfect cigar to pair with beer. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution, CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. 
Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. We are here broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. With me, of course, Honest Abe and the lovely Lady M. Ahoy, ahoy. And now it's time for a special guest. Known as the most politically incorrect author in America, Richard Carlton Hacker is one of the world's foremost authors and authorities on the pleasures of wines, whiskeys, pipe smoking, and cigars. Also author of The Ultimate Cigar Book. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Richard Carlton Hacker to the show. Richard, thank you for being here today. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be anywhere, to be honest with you. Uh, me too. It's usually, <laughs> it's usually a plus to be able to be somewhere, yes. Very true, very true. So what started your interest in the wonders and things of wines, whiskeys, pipes, and cigars? Well, I think uh, like most of us, you know, we as, as we uh, age, and I'm, I'm speaking of the college years, you know, you start to refine your tastes, and uh, I found that uh, I liked to drink, and I liked to smoke, uh, and I have to clarify that, I like to drink a good whiskey, and I like to smoke pipes and cigars, and uh, I've never smoked a cigarette in my life, um, and uh, as a writer, I've been writing since I was 17, which goes back quite a bit, uh, you want to find out more about things. 
Woods, and so I began uh, looking in, into the cigar situation, and uh, of course the embargo had happened, but there was still Cuban tobacco around. They were using it in fillers. Uh, this kind of dates me, but uh, we're talking, you know, late 60s, early 70s. I'm in college, and uh, I started smoking cigars, and I started with the inexpensive ones, because that's all I could afford in college, uh, you know, the Robert Burns Cigarillos and the Grenadiers, and all of a sudden, one day, I saved up and I bought an Oyo de Monterey, and it was, I'll never forget it, uh, it, had, uh, it had real Cuban leaf in the filler at that time, and uh, that was the last of the Cuban leaf, you know, in this country, and they were using it up, and I smoked that, and I realized I would rather smoke one good cigar a week than seven bad ones each day, you know, so, and that started me on the quest of looking into what makes a good cigar. Why did one taste different? Why did one smoke better? Why did you know it burned differently? You know, I was finding about humidification, and so um, I began traveling to these countries where they were made. And I, I went to Cuba and Nicaragua and Honduras and Dominican. I went all around, and I talk. I speak a little Spanish, so I was talking to the not just the cigar company owners, but the workers in the field, and I'd find out things about the blue mold and the black shank, and I'd find out about the shade grown and how you use different kinds of shade and how you plant. Anyhow, to make the whole thing short, I just began realizing that the more I knew, the less I knew, and I began writing articles, and I did an article in Playboy in um, 89 called Up in Smoke, and the reason I wrote that was I saw that the image of the cigar smoker was changing. It wasn't the, the triple chin, big fat guy in a huge, uh, you know, car going around the block looking the, the for fat, the fat, the fat cat idea. If you yeah. will. <laughs> I resemble and, that and, comment. And, 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 you know, it was a younger guy, and and, and they were actually younger using smokers. I'm sorry. I said younger, leaner smokers. <laughs> well, yeah, and then, well, and you know, and and women were smoking cigars. In fact, uh, uh, I, I gave the first women's cigar seminar. Uh, in this country in 1995, I never, that was up in San Francisco in Dunhill, and there were 75 women, only two guys, the manager of the store and myself, and it was great. And all the women, there were no soccer moms, they were all like corporate executives, they were business women, and, and, uh, they would ask questions that a guy would never ask. Uh, like, how do you hold a cigar? The guy, you know, a deal, what do you do about lipstick on the cigar? Of course, most guys don't ask that, but, you know. I'd like to hope we don't have a problem. <laughs> These were questions. I know a couple and, guys that uh, might. Yeah, and, and, and I, I, at the end of the seminar, I, I asked each woman, I said, why, why are you here? And they said, because cigar smoking puts us on a level playing field with men. We don't have to take up golf. And and there was a big rush for women cigar smokers back during the boom of the 90s. And, and they still smoke cigars. But anyhow, so it's a long-winded answer to your question. But after this article came out, I got letters and mail, and I had so much information, and I kept retraveling, et cetera, et cetera. And someone said, you ought to do a book. So uh, I'd already written a book on uh, on pipes called The Ultimate Pipe Book, and it had done very well and gave me some financial freedom to actually – start writing full-time, because prior to that, you know, writers typically don't make any money. And so I was in advertising and marketing and writing in the wee small hours of the evening. Well, now I can write full-time, and that's what I did. The book came out, uh, the first edition came out in 92. It sold out in three weeks, which wow. surprised everybody. Uh, yeah, and that's what I said. And I, mean, I was glad, but it showed me that 
you know, we are out there. There's, I wasn't oh, the yeah. only guy smoking a cigar. No, people and want so to know now, this stuff, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so what we have now is the fourth edition. Uh, the book was out of print for a couple of years because, frankly, I was too busy writing about whiskey, wine, and cigars for, the, for uh, magazines. I write for a magazine called Rob Report, which is a luxury lifestyle magazine, and a few others. Anyhow, uh, everybody wanted the book. You could only get it on eBay because it was a used edition, so I decided to update the entire book and and that's the one that is out now. The brand new cover is substantially thicker and a lot heavier. So and am I. I'm substantially thicker and a lot heavier. Uh, Richard, you're you're known as the most politically incorrect author in America. What makes you that? What makes you the most politically incorrect? <laughs> Oh, I'm basically writing about uh, the things our government is against and trying to rein in, uh, specifically alcohol and tobacco. Um, and, and those are my, my focal points. That's what I write about. That's what I love. That's what I know. And, uh, and, and oddly enough, these are the things that are among the most heavily regulated pleasures uh, that we ever had. So as a fellow whiskey aficionado, what do you consider your favorite go-to whiskey? Uh, well, I'll tell you, my, my all-time favorite, if you were to say, okay, you can have one last drink, it would be Macallan 18. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, in the snifter, straight up, no ice. Oh, of That's, course. I, I love that drink. I mean, and then I, I can go on from there, but, And you know, what I, would be the cigar you'd pair with that? Ooh. Oh, boy, you know... Um, one, one cigar, one two, two things. One. Two things come right to my... The minute I can just see their bands in my eye, I would do a Padron 1926... Or I would do an Opus X. Probably the two that most probably most people pick. So, um, as somebody who writes about you know, I was looking, whiskey, for, a, I was looking, yeah, for, a, I was looking for a curveball. Curve I was looking ball. for a curveball yeah. in there. Yeah. As someone who writes about whiskey constantly, I mean, obviously, you've seen in the last few years the boom of the Scotch industry that took place in the early part of the aughts, and then of course now we have this bourbon renaissance that's going on in America, where people are just coming into a more appreciation of it. What do you see the next trend being in the whiskey world? Personally, I think it's rye, but I might not be as educated on the fact that you, know, you are. I'm to see a lot more people nope, talk about I, rye. I think you're, you're dead right. It is rye. Rye is happening now. You know, there's a bourbon shortage right now, which, which oh. people say, what? No. How can, yes. Yeah, but there is. Uh, they're running. You can, it takes 18 years to make an 18-year-old uh, Elijah Craig. You can't, you can't get around it. Um, and people are uh, looking for the next thing. They're into brown spirits, so the trend is not going towards white. Uh, although I do see a rise in gin, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I'm writing a spirits book right now, yeah. and... Uh, the gin, the gin chapter is. Uh, I finished it, and it's, it's it's pretty long. It's as long as the bourbon chapter. But the the next big push now is rye whiskey. I just came back from a distillery in Utah, of all places, um, called High West, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got things like double rye. They have, to me, the most politically correct drink. It's called bur rye, which is a blend of bourbon and rye. Oh. So if you can't make you can't make up your mind, you have that. <laughs> oh my, that just seems crazy. A burr I mean, not to mention, I mean, in this year's whiskey and the whiskey list, uh, it was created that the Canadian uh, Canada Roy, uh, can, Canadian Club. It's, sorry, no, Canada uh, Royal Canadian Crown Royal. Crown Royal sorry, I'm just trying to help you I'm, out. Yeah, it out. I'm there. sorry. Yeah, I'm I figured just, I was going to get it sooner yeah. or later. Crown Royal was, and the Crown Royal Rye was actually the number one whiskey in a, in the as judged this year. I know, I know, and it's, and it's a great whiskey. It's a lighter style um, than I tend to like. I like the heavier rise, but yeah, it's a it's a very well crafted uh, 
whiskey. In fact, I'm going up to their distillery in uh, in Canada um, in October because they have this great column still, this huge copper column still there that they only fire up uh, once a year. <laughs> so oh I'm going to be there for that to see just what comes out. Absolutely. So if people are interested in finding more about all these great books you're writing and this new book on the spirits that you're coming out with, where can they go to find out more information? Uh, well, the best place is uh, Amazon.com. They've got uh, the best price on the cigar book. The spirits book is not out yet. It'll be out next year if I ever finish writing it, which I will. But the cigar book um, is, um, you can get it at Barnes & Noble, you can get it at Amazon.com, pretty much any uh, good bookstore, or online, of course. But I always tell people, get the new edition. I mean, the other editions are out there, and they're fine, but the new edition is uh, is totally up to date. That is fascinating. So, uh, one final question for you, Richard. As someone who writes books for a living, and the trends have gone away from, obviously, newspapers have fallen off, um, how do you see the future of books, especially now that we have a big hit in just, or just even bookstores in general, uh, uh, books on computers, books on the iPads, the Kindles? Where do you see the future of books going? Digital books. Digital. Uh, it's it's going to be like cigar smoking. It's never going to go away. It's always going to be there because people want to have something physical in your hand. Personally, I uh, have to have a book to read um, in my hand. I can't read from the screen. You always want something in your hand. I do. <laughs> well, but that's true. It's a phys- it, it, it's a reaffirmation that you are intelligent and you can read. You know, people. I'm sure there could be a lot of dumb people looking at their uh, Kindle screen and they don't. Know, I don't know what's going on there. But uh, they got a book. It's like having a, a, a cigar. You, it's, it's a it's a mark that you you know who you are. You've been somewhere. I don't see I don't see them uh, increasing tremendously in popularity, but I don't see them going away. Oh, fantastic. Well, Richard, you are truly a wealth of knowledge. Best of luck on this continued journey of writing the Spirits book. Thank you for taking some time to be here and our guest. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been my pleasure. Thanks so much. All right. Richard Carlton Hacker, author of The Ultimate Cigar Guide and a fantastic uh, expert on whiskeys. Yeah. We, I'm sure we can have him on in a year when he's finished his, uh, his liquor book. I felt like we were talking like to Thurston Howell the Third. I love it. He's, he's got an author's voice. Oh, <laughs> very much. I would, I, would, I would be interesting to see him reading one of his books and doing a live reading. Right? I yeah. think it'd be fascinating. Yeah, it'd be very, very cool. All right. We're going to have see what, who belongs in a cigar in San Asylum and wrap up this week when we come back. Keep it lit. Caldwell Cigar Company is a proud sponsor of Kiss My Ash Radio. Make sure you try all of Caldwell's lines, including Long Live the King, Blind Man's Bluff, and Eastern Standard, which were all awarded 91 ratings by Cigar Affectionado and Cigar Snob. Do not forget the 93-rated King is Dead, which earned a spot in the top 25 cigars of the year last year by Cigar Affectionado. You can find more information by following Caldwell Cigar Company on Facebook. If you're not running with us, run from us. We own the night. Caldwell Cigar Company. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory. 
La Zona, and rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. If getting healthy and in shape was easy, everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I just want to. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe and the lovely Lady M. This has been a fantastic show. Special thanks once again to Christian Aroa for coming all the way up from Miami. Oh, it's a good interview. being a fantastic guest with lots of great story tradition in the industry. Not as long as like our last guest from last week, uh, Jeff. His, his dad went down in a plane. Went down in a plane? Yeah. While Crash. in the Army, yeah. Crash in Korea? Yep, yep. he's in a wheelchair. He drives around a wheelchair. I mean, mind-boggling guy. Yeah, his dad rolls around in a wheelchair. Has had use of his legs in years. 
I was not aware of that. Yeah, he didn't bring it up on the air, so I just didn't get into it, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he brought it now. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I mean, everybody knows it. You can't yeah. meet the guy. Guy's in a wheelchair. It's not like, oh, surprise. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, but I mean, uh, yeah, fought. For the, guy uh, has a phenomenal story. I tell you, I mean, he, and he, that guy just gets all over the place, and he, he is, I, I was down there once, and it was right when we were working on the trip with Maduro, and he was so excited about it. He just... T- Running to me as I was going to the airport. I just made these. Smoke these when you get home. You know, yeah, he's a real passionate guy. It's a very, very interesting family. Yes, and of course, we just got done talking to Richard Carlton Hacker, author of The Ultimate Cigar Guide. And uh, also, you know what? It's always good when people agree with my ideas, about, especially about whiskeys. Always makes me feel better. Well, you are the brewmeister. Well, yeah, here's know. what I do. So. I'd like to reach out to all our listeners. You know, I, I want to know anybody who's been watching us in the last couple of weeks on our live feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they like the Facebook version better than the Periscope, because we had started out using Periscope and we switched over to Facebook. So now you can actually watch the show live every Saturday morning. On Facebook. Via our Facebook page. Is it is that how we access it? Our Facebook yes. page? Okay. Thank you for the thumbs up, Colin. But uh, just just make a couple comments. Let us know if you like it better, if it's cool, if you're enjoying it. If it's, uh, we had a few, a few issues with the Periscope, but this one seems to be working out pretty good once i get the signal up that's the big important thing i actually noticed some comments they prefer to have me over there (laughs) and you over here it's always about you (laughs) this is what it's about what i there was a duncan crosby that commented and says move emily (laughs) you know i I have a doomsday clock in my office it's set to 49 days now for our wedding. <laughs> Doomsday. You're so funny. I'm going to have a clock. I'm going to get a giant digital clock. I'm, I'm shocked you didn't put one up in the office with a timer ticking down to ticking the wedding day. I'm surprised she hasn't had it for like five months. That's all we have to hear I'm going to do it at the Listen, day I called it nine months ago. I said, like, these six months, Emily's just going to be so just like. Checked la, out. La, la, checked la, la, out. I've gone. been very checked in. Wedding? No. No. I, I, give you, I, give you, I give you one month after the wedding that I expect you back. <laughs> I'm here. What are you talking about? <laughs> Not getting involved. No, stay out of it. I'm staying over here. All right, with that, let's see this week who belongs in a Cigar Insane Asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. <laughs> Lady M, tell us who belongs this week in a cigar insane asylum brought to you by CLE. Is it a Floridian? An asylum cigar. No, surprisingly not. Wow. It's always this, a Floridian. I know. This week's cigar insane asylum inductee is shockingly from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Oh, the Cape? Yes. The 30 year old Sean Miller had a lucrative heroin distribution business in Hyannis. Massachusetts, until pesky federal and state agents rained on his party in April. Miller, who goes by the nickname Shiz, Shiz. to elude capture... Goes by the nickname Shiz. Shiz. You know Shiz. 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 He he eluded uh, capture, but 19 of his uh, fellow drug uh, people were arrested. Cronies. We're going to fast forward to this August, and the feds are on the hunt for Shiz, setting up an undercover sting and surveillance at Miller's... Uh, Shiz's mother's house in Cape Cod. Once the police were certain that Shiz was inside, they made their move. They made the move on the Shiz. But get this, Miller's uh, Miller's mom came out um, came out of the back door with an elderly man. Um, he came out the front door and he began chatting with the officers. I saw this yes. on the news. Yes. Well, Shiz had some serious connections in Hollywood because he actually was disguised as an elderly man they, in a full CGI grade old man rubber face mask. You can't tell. 
Dude, it was amazing. I, I, I just caught a glimpse of it because they showed the kid and they showed his face. Yeah, look at this. He actually he actually held a conversation with the cops for over 10 minutes. Who put that makeup on himself? Yeah, he, he must have. And then the, the um, for 10 minutes he was sitting there talking to the cops um, until they found $10,000 of cash in his pocket. As they, upon, as they looked closer and examined him, they realized something wasn't right. They noticed some skin around his eyes. And then they pulled off the disguise and there was shit. It's like Scooby-Doo and the real guy. Yeah, it's hilarious. So um, it's I don't know. This, worked. I don't know. If he's just hilarious. This guy's kind of pretty smart in my book. It worked. <laughs> it worked funny. because they had a sting and they were surveillancing his house right. since April. He almost got away since April. Well, the problem is, why did he stick around and talk to the cops? He's like, well, boys, I gotta go down to. He the- was probably enjoying <laughs> it. See himself. Look at these dummies. I'm talking. I'm, I'm right in front of them. got no clue. My name's Shoes. Until I'm they the noticed nip. a large wad in his pocket and checked it. That was not life alert then there. <laughs> that was it's pretty good. I mean, he was in there. He was <laughs> no, I made that up. Liar. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, pretty good. Nicely done. So, yes, Shiz. Did you see this? I mean, this is crazy. Shizzle. We're going to put that you picture are, up on uh, Facebook. I don't know. I give him props. Mm-hmm. I, I do, give, too. I mean, maybe he's crazy because he got caught. I mean, I was like, you know, I don't got my depends on. I got to run. See ya. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm late for a game of shuffleboard at down at, <laughs> down at the rec center. Down for my bridge game. That is hilarious. Yeah, I saw that in the news, but I didn't get your whole story. But yeah, wild. That is crazy. So next time you're trying to figure out if you can get away from the cops, hey, just go for the old man disguise. So next week you guys will leave me all by myself, right? That is correct. I will be. It's going to be the best show ever. Uh-huh. I'm pulling all stops. It's going to be like you know a what? mega production. Because you're going to Pete Hernandez. I'm bringing. I'm bringing Las Vegas showgirls. I'm bringing chorus line girls. We're going to have the best show ever next week. I'll be in Denver doing what I do best. Yeah, eating gummies. Hanging out with my Pretty best much. friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Colin. I was thinking of you. Right here, buddy. Yeah. Thinking of you. Thinking and what are you doing? I'm taking you don't even have a life. Where could you be going? I'm going to Charlotte. For what? A vacation. His they have friend had a kid. Vacation from what? Your whole life's a vacation. <laughs> from, well... <laughs> This is the guy that only used 25% of his vacation days in the I'm year. trying to use them all this year. This poor guy. I'm doing if my they best. rolled over, he'd have like three years of vacation <laughs> so uh, added up. It's so bad. <laughs> what are you doing, Charlotte? Anything interesting? Uh, we're going to go do a pub crawl, beer crawl through the breweries because they have so many beer breweries in Charlotte. And, of course, it's opening weekend of college football. I expect a full beer report when you get back. Oh, absolutely. Right. Not to yeah, mention actually, I'll probably have a case, a couple of cases back with go. me as well. Bring some beer. We'll talk about it when you get back. Oh, absolutely. They've got some really great breweries there, and uh, they've actually expanded the tra- train system so basically you can just take the train from brewery That's to so brewery cool. nice. yeah take one uber to the first one and then you just get on the train and then uber back and it's you're done brewery crawling all the way well to compensate for our lack of hosts next week we have a double meet your maker next week so we got casey johnson i believe yes. coming on from liatelier and uh alejandro torrent from the new casa torrent brand so and i think we're gonna do a live show right live show getting, with special guests i'm getting chorus girls uh, peter hernandez, peter hernandez. my boy my my uh, one of the one third of the fermunda triplets fermunda. Uh, every time i hear the word fermunda i think of this cheese uh, we had emily convinced one time that fermunda was an actual cheese she was all excited fermunda oh yeah it's, it's a very aromatic kind of real like musty smell to it and she was all excited she was texting her girlfriend have you had Fermunda cheese we have to get some Fermunda cheese for the wine this evening (laughs) oh it's hilarious that was awful that did get me you guys got me on that one but yeah he'll be on the show with us next week so I'm expecting a good show live show Cassie Monte Cristo right Uh, Uh, that's the plan that's the plan we'll see what happens we'll see
You guys got to make up your minds now. Yeah, I thought we talked about it. Well, I thought it was only if we're Alejandro gonna... Torrent. He's coming. Oh, he is coming. He is coming in oh. studio, but we're yes. going to roll with it. We're going to roll we'll with it. We'll see what happens. Well, it'll so. definitely be interesting to see what happens, so make sure you tune in next week for a live show from the <laughs> Casa de Monte Cristo without technical support. It'll be fun and exciting. When we... Uh... Yeah. All right. No, watch out. So make sure you <laughs> make sure you tune in next week for special guest host Peace Hernandez, Casey Johnson from La Atelier Cigars, and Alejandro Torrent from Casa Torrent. Also Charles Rutherford from Bovida, the best two-way humidity Boveda. source. Bovida. 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 Whatever you guys want. All right. Until then. To say. This is Adam K. The Roommaster saying, keep it lit. Palm Beach's hottest party and best value at Spearmint Rhino on Okeechobee and Military Trail. It's the Vegas party scene and entertainment at local prices. When's the last time you've been to the Rhino? Friendliest staff and service with awesome specials. Like $2 Ucala, including Grey Goose, Crown Royal, and even import beer. The Spearmint Rhino, where the real party happens. Don't forget about $10 Tuesdays and Friday Power Hour. Free well drinks from 5 to 6 p.m. Palm Beach's best value at the Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club. Introducing the Coots, Connecticut, a true old-school premier cigar expertly crafted in Honduras by only the most experienced cigar masters. Its unique super-aged Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper intermingled with seasoned tobaccos from the Dominican Republic, Honduras, and Nicaragua, creating a balanced, mild-to-medium-bodied smoke that provides a crisp flavor, clean taste, and super-smooth finish. Coots, Connecticut is available at fine tobacconist retailers nationwide. Visit www.coots.com.